0: Chicago's afternoon news. It is two seventeen. I'm Lisa Dent. Good afternoon to Father Flagger from Saint Sabina. Father, I'm Lisa. I, I, we've met in the past, and Steve Bertrand is here with me as well. How are you today?
1: Fine, Lisa and Steve. Good to talk to you.
0: So, uh, Chicago's most vocal activist, you included, are furious that convicted former Chicago police officer Jason Van Dyke is about ready to walk free next week. Um,
1: what do you have yeah, to say about um, that? It, it's unacceptable. I mean, first of all. You know, he got a slap on the wrist with the sentence um, when he was sentenced. You know, he had shot a guy sixteen shot times while a young man is walking away from him. He um, lied on the forms he filled out, lied about the reports, and as well as some of his fellow officers did. So he broke all the rules and he killed somebody. He gets um, a light sentence, and then now after three and a half years. Um, he's going to walk free. Um, there are people right now in county jail who have been there three, four, and five, six years waiting on just their trial for drug charges. And yet here's a guy who killed somebody, and he's walking out. And I think, you know, it's situations like this that make people continue to lose um, trust and faith in the justice system. Um, and continue to say this works different for different people, for different races. Um, and it, it, it's it's just people are saying enough, enough of this kind of slap in the face. There's a slap in the face when he got a sentence, and now it's like a punch to the gut saying he's going to walk out and be free and be able to continue his life.
0: Father, I understand your frustration, but it's not a surprise, is it, when he was sentenced he was sentenced on a second-degree murder conviction, and with that comes the typical right. time off for good behavior. So, uh, I mean, we have been expecting this right around now, have we not?
1: Well, here's here's the thing, Stephen. Like you say, it's legal. Everything that's happening is legal, but that's the problem. Why is it set up that um, you can you can you can go get away with this and have such a light sentence and get out? on on, on good behavior, quote. Uh, We don't even know where he's been. Uh, I'd love to to know the prison he's been, the the circumstances he's he's been in and lived in for these 39 uh, months. Um, But nobody knows anything. Everything was done in secret. I'm sure he was kept very protected and very watched over. Um, But the system is so broken that it can be done legally, but at the same time it can be done legally. you got to understand when there's people sitting right now in a system who can't even go to court and they've been in jail longer than him, there's something wrong that there's two different standards and that laws are so made up. The law's problem is rooted in legislation that can allow these things to happen. So I agree it can be legally done. But the problem is: is it right? Is it moral? Is it just? Absolutely not. And people are angry, and people are mad. Mothers who have kids in Cook County Jail waiting right now are angry. Let my son go. So let my child go.
0: If it is immoral but legal, in the case particularly of Van Dyke, what would you like? What more would you like to see done to him or in his case?
1: Well, we'd like to see the, the Department of Justice. Um, step in and file federal charges for the civil rights of Laquan McDonald. Um, Laquan McDonald writes, we believe, and I think so many people believe, Congressman Russ believes, I think, um, and there's other congressmen that, that agree with it, that, you know, this, this, this young man was walking away from the police when he was shot. And the facts that, you know, nobody ever, nothing ever happened to him for, to the police for lying on their records. Um so so let's let's at the, the department of justice. I didn't expect anything to happen in the department of justice um at the time this happened because it was a different administration. This administration promises different and um, we want to see different. So we want the department of justice to step in and file an indictment for the civil rights of Laquan McDonald that we believe were indeed Violated.
0: We're talking to Father Flagger from Saint Sabina Church about the release of Jason Van Dyke, who is charged in the murder of Laquan McDonald. Um, what do you think is going to happen next week when he walks free on February third? Will there be protests? Will people be marching in the streets, or will people just go on with their daily? No, business? no. There's
1: going to be there's going to be protests, and there's a large mass demonstration um, being called for down to the federal plaza on February third at five p.m. Um, and I think that there's going to there's continue to be um, demonstrations, not just in Chicago, but I think, uh, well, I'm told other parts of the country there are going to be demonstrations um, to stand up against this and say this is unacceptable and that this is wrong and he should be indicted. Um, I think there's going to be a big push on the Department of Justice. We've been, for the last three weeks here, been making calls through our church to the Department of Justice asking them to indict him. Um, and and I I can't tell you, um, you know, also Lisa, that how many police officers that I've spoken to over the last two weeks who are, who are angry about him coming out and said, no, he deserves to still be in jail. He deserves to be indicted by the federal government and the department of justice. There are so many police officers who feel like they're out here trying to do a right job and a good job in the, in the community. But things like this um, are the things that give police a mistrust and give police a bad name um, and and continue to create this this separation and this division between community and police. But uh, I've I've talked to police on the street. I've talked to sergeants. I talked to a lieutenant the other day who all said the same thing. He should not be getting out.
0: So, Father Flager, you are one of the strongest and most vocal advocates in Chicago. Obviously, your calling was to the Catholic Church to be a priest. But at what point did you decide that social justice was as big of an issue in your life?
1: Well, Lisa, because if you look at the Bible, (laughs) I mean, I think oftentimes we think in the faith community, be a Christian, Muslim, or Jew, I happen to be a Christian, so in the Bible, um, social justice is not some attachment to our faith. It's the DNA of our faith. You know, look at Jesus' first sermon he ever gave. He comes out and opens up a scroll of Isaiah and says, Spirit of the Lord is me to bring freedom to the captives, freedom to the oppressed, sight to the blind." Jesus speaks about, you know, straightening the crooked, uh, smoothing the rough, uh, filling in the valley, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, The ministry of Jesus Christ is a ministry of social justice. That is
0: is the preaching that fills your church every Sunday. Father, I want to, because we have limited time, I want to play a clip from Mayor Lightfoot um, because she addressed this issue about basically fining gang members once they've been convicted. I want you to listen to this and then tell me what you think about it.
1: But we've got
0: to make sure that we send a very clear message and strike very hard blows against every gang member in our city. Obviously, this little girl was not the intended target, but the fact that they are reckless and operate without any regard for the sanctity of human life. We have got to stand up and stop them and use every tool at our disposal to do so. You know about the tool she wants to use, and there were 50 attorneys in the city of Chicago who opposed that. Where do you stand on that, Father Flager?
1: I think that's a waste of time. Um, you can look at the uh, Crime Lab, University of Chicago Crime Lab, you can look at the ACLU. All those have been very clear of the fact this does not work, this does not stop crimes. Anybody who shoots anybody and kills anybody should be held accountable and must be held accountable. Let's spend that money on hiring some more detectives, hiring some retired detectives, and let's solve these cases. Let me tell you, we had a 90% homicide rate solved cases in this city. You'd see some shooting going down because people realize if you shoot in Chicago, you're going to get caught.
0: Father Flager from St. Sabina Church, um, among all the things you offer your congregation, the Pet Food Pantry, Exposing Depression Series, African American Speakers Series, virtual social justice classes, which one do you see gets the most reaction, the most participation?
1: Well, I'll tell you, um, all of them get a strong participation, but I'll tell you the most is people coming here who are hungry and people, young people coming here looking for jobs. That's the two greatest uh, needs that we have and we've got to we've got to provide way out for these young brothers in the street love them hold them accountable but offer them a different way of life and then we got to feed people nobody nobody in america should be wondering what they're going to eat today or people sleeping on the street because they have no place to stay nobody in america should be in those circumstances
0: and father Flager, when jason uh jason van dyke is released next week will you be one of those people in the
1: streets yes i will all right. and let me let me just say this last thing, Lisa and Steve, that I am an absolute believer in nonviolence. absolute believer in nonviolence. So nobody should do any kind of violence. but I do believe in civil disobedience. and I think we should shut down the streets and shut down downtown and and cry for justice.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, Father. Have a great day.
1: Thank you both. Be blessed.
0: Father Flager St. Sabina Church on Chicago's afternoon News, Steve has the news coming up next on seven twenty WGN. Lisa Dead, WGM